Radio shows you love from the people you know. This is Sand Talks Technology. Hello and welcome to another in the series of Sound Talks Technology. I'm really excited today because I'm joined by the CTO of one of the UK's coolest new startups called What Three Words. It's Giles Reese Jones. Hello, Giles. How are you? I'm really well, thanks very much. Thanks for joining us. Now, Giles, uh, for those of you who don't know What Three Words, uh, can you just give them a uh, helicopter? What is What Three Words? Sure. So, uh, What Three Words is just a very simple way to talk about a location. Um, what we've done is we've divided the world up into 57 trillion three meter by three meter squares and then we've allocated each one of those squares uh, a three word identifier so three dictionary words to describe any spot on the planet and from what I was reading you you've got 57 trillion but you've got expansibility into it so the, 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 the numbers the three gives you 64 trillion so you've got loads of expansion for when we find a new planet or a new <laughs> new island that's not existed before or something so yeah so what we do is what we've um we take gps coordinates which are incredibly accurate um and they cover the entire planet and we convert gps coordinates to words and back again now um to do that you need uh, a word list so what we've done is we've worked hard to pull together a list of uh, 40,000 English words. Uh, 40,000 times 40,000 times 40,000 gives you 64 trillion. So that gives you enough to do every three meters square. Now, the reason we pick three meters by three meters is because one, it's, it's kind of small enough to be useful. If you go any bigger, it becomes uh, too, too large an area. If you go any smaller, actually the number of squares on the planet um, increases dramatically. So you either need to add more words to your word list or maybe it's what four words. So it, it seemed to be a really neat solution. Three meters by three meters, a three word descriptor for, for every single one of them. Okay, so who, who started this company? Who, who are the guys behind it? Uh, well, so uh, Chris, Jack and, and Mohan, the kind of original genesis of the idea came from, from Chris, who organized music events uh, all over the world. And he, you know, whether he was trying to get a band to gate 37A at the NEC in Birmingham, or, you know, a small chateau in, in the hills in France, he was frustrated by addressing, um, because street addressing was just not accurate enough, or it didn't exist in the places that he wanted to go. So he started using GPS coordinates, uh, thinking this, you know, what could go wrong? Um, and, and it became apparent very quickly that bass guitarists and drummers are not predisposed to remember 18 digits and they would write them down on a piece of paper and they would look at them a couple of hours later and go, was that a one or a seven? And they would end up an hour north of Rome instead of an hour south and they, didn't, they couldn't see that there, there was a problem. So um, he actually employed someone who was the, uh, this is the person you phone when you think you've arrived, but you actually haven't. Um, and so he... He sat down with a friend of his uh, from school, Mohan, uh, who's a mathematician, and they started... That was lucky. Yeah, <laughs> they, started, they started kicking around a few ideas, and there was a kind of dictionary on the table, and they thought, okay, what, what would we need to do? Rather than using, you know, kind of zero to nine uh, as, a, as a small bank, what happens if they dramatically increase the bank of things that they're using? And, uh, and, and they pretty much did the first iteration of the algorithm on, a, on the back of a napkin and then, and then, and, and then realized that actually, you know, this was, this was far bigger than getting, to, you know, getting bands to gigs on time. This could be a, uh, you know, a real game changer for the world. 
So this was back in 2013 when the company started. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's just get a couple of things out of the way. Um, company's well invested now. You're, you're on Series C funding. Uh, yeah. About 40 million so far. Who, uh, yeah, over, yeah. Who's the biggest investor? Uh, so uh, a year or so ago, Mercedes-Benz bought uh, about 10% of the company. Uh, but we've also got investors like um, Sony, uh, Intel, uh, DB Schenker, which is a massive uh, logistics firm. Um, so we've got investors from, from a variety of different places, uh, all of whom can benefit from better addressing. Um, so they're not only investing, but they're building us into their systems. Interesting, it's not the normal uh, investors, you know, the Axels, the Boldertons, the Indexes of the world. Quite interesting that you've gone to what could potentially be your suppliers or your customers. Uh, that's that's where we saw the traction uh, and that's where we saw the, the enormous interest. So Mercedes bought about 10% of the company and they've just built the system into um, their new operating system for their cars. Uh, and they've committed that every single Mercedes-Benz will have what three words in it by 2020. So there's a significant, uh, significant benefit for them. So give me an example. I bought my Mercedes. I, I jump in it. How does what three words work for me? Um, so the way that what three words works is, is, but it's just like another address. It's just like a, a normal address. Um, and what we're seeing is that uh, businesses, individuals, travel guides, tourist authorities, city guides are publishing three word addresses uh, along with a more traditional address. So the latest guide to uh, the latest Lonely Planet guide has just come out. Um, uh, and they've included three word addresses for it. So this one is for the Middle East. They've also done Mongolia and they've done, uh, I think Japan is coming out later, later this year. Um, Small Luxury Hotels of the World is a 500 page brochure of all the best hotels in the world. And they've listed not only their street address, but their three word address too. So um, you would get your address from the normal way, either by asking or, or by seeing it written down. You get into a Mercedes, you say, hey Mercedes, navigate to table chair lamp and it knows exactly where you want to go um, and uh, what our algorithm does in the car is convert those words to a pin on a map to a gps coordinate that uh, the system can read and then and then uh, their navigation system takes it from takes it from there brilliant i mean my daughter at the reading festival used it um, to find her tent so a great example thank you very <laughs> well, much so that's, yeah yeah so that's the i mean that's the that's the the amazing thing about the system is that we have an app which is free anybody can use any anybody can download it we are seeing extensive use across the world uh to meet friends uh to remember where you uh you know where you pitch your tent at, at festivals and, uh, and events people are using it to organize running meetups and the start of running trails and stuff like that again all over the world um uh, the app is free so we're just seeing enormous enormous use of it and then what we do our business model is about licensing our code to big business and so we license our code to mercedes we license our code to uh postal services in different parts of the world to delivery companies uh in the caribbean you can get a, a domino's pizza delivered to a three-word address because everybody likes pizza and they don't have very good street addresses <laughs> Brilliant. Now, um, you've just come back from India. Uh, what were you doing yeah. over there, apart from, apart from falling ill, getting Delhi <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I managed to uh, escape relatively uh, unscathed. Um, India is super interesting for us. We've just launched five Indian languages. So the entire system uh, uh, works in English. We've also done 36 other languages. So we've done 
uh, uh, you know, Japanese and Chinese and, uh, and, and Greek and Russian and Mongolian. Uh, we've also done a number of Indian languages, including Hindi. So uh, um, I was over there for, for that, but we've also just been integrated into Tata Motors. Now, Tata is an enormous uh, Indian company with uh, interests in, in many different sectors, but they're also the biggest uh, car manufacturer in India. Um, and they will be building us into their cars from, uh, from next year. So again, you'll be able to get in a car and, and say three words. Now, currently there are about 10 million cars on the road that you can use what three words in both Mercedes cars and Ford cars. Uh, when, when we hit next year, um, that's going to go up dramatically with the addition of Tata Motors. Brilliant. Um, has the post office, DHL, all of the uh, delivery people started to use what three words yet? Um, not yet, in, 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 different, in different markets. So you, you, you wouldn't be in the UK be able to put a three-word address on a, on a package. That's what I want. <laughs> it, it's unlikely to arrive. Although, um, we were actually on an episode of QI, uh, the postal episode of QI. And, and what they did is, uh, in Mongolia, the Mongolian Postal Service used us. Vast country, poor addressing system, and, and uh, you know, large swathes of the population are nomadic, so moving on a, on a frequent basis. So actually, QI sent a package just to a three-word address in, in Mongolia. Uh, it arrived at the post office. They saw it. They went out and actually delivered it to the, uh, to the recipient uh, and fed back to, uh, to QI and said, yes, you know, I've, I've received this package from you. So in certain parts of the, of the world, you can. And, and we're talking with all of the, uh, the players that you would imagine. I mean, one of, the, one of the, the, the things is, is that there's this preconception that street addressing is good and covers everywhere. And, and that's fine when we live in kind of central London. Um, but actually in rural parts of the UK and, and in, in many other countries in the world, there just isn't a street addressing system. Um, or if there is a street addressing system, I type in the, the building name of my office, the pin drops in the center of the office. It's got multiple sides and a number of different entrances. If I'm an individual trying to, trying to find the entrance, that's frustrating for me and I'm going to be late for my meeting. If I'm a delivery company and I'm doing that a couple of hundred times a day, actually there's a significant cost saving uh, to be had. If I'm a first responder and I can't find the right entrance, the implications can be far more serious. So we, we deliver massive efficiencies for, uh, for, for companies. So we did a test in London. We gave... Um, two motorbike couriers 20 packages each 20 with three word addresses on and 20 with the you know the uh, corresponding street yeah. address and we kind of wired them up with gopros and heart rate monitors and um, we tracked their um their patterns and the person with three word addresses was 28 percent faster than the person with street addresses he made no telephone calls to say i think i'm here are you here the other guy had to make seven so not only is there a huge um a kind of consumer benefit because they don't get phone calls all the time uh, massive efficiency reduction in pollution reduction in congestion it's just a, it's a it's a win-win-win so um, we did that test in London we've replicated it in a bunch of other markets and it's a similar sort of figure um, so we are talking with um, with a lot of the main logistics providers globally about about the system yeah I can bet I can bet for them that you know, if you can hone it down to three meters that's amazing do how do you um deal with uh, flats and, 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 and mm. different heights yeah. of buildings. Is, is that possible? Uh, so the way that the system works is it's a flat, it's a flat system, a 2D system, sorry. Um, and if you have a street address, we, we would always encourage you in what kind of in, in the relevant circumstance to include as much address information as you can. So I would still say, 
I'm at flats 23A on uh, Kenilworth Avenue. The entrance to the block is word, word, word. Often the issue is finding the right entrance, not necessarily the, the kind of front door, because once you're inside, you can, you can navigate using um, kind of more traditional methods. The other challenge is, is that indoor navigation is problematic. We use GPS coordinates. As soon as you go inside, the GPS coordinates are, uh, signal is is not very strong and yeah. so therefore it, it, it's not it's not very accurate you know when you get that big blue dot on your screen uh, and then you, you've got a kind of radius around it of a of a an opaque blue area that's the kind of strength of the GPS signal and indoors that increases so yeah. currently we're, we're focused on that as soon as as soon as indoor positioning gets gets better of course our grid works indoors uh, and we have looked at ways that we might be able to do height whether that's another word or a number or, or, or another solution we've, we've been looking at okay cool um so many questions so i'm going to just reel off <laughs> so many questions um first one then okay um personalized words um yes uh, i think i told you offline that strangely in a past uh, weird way um i wrote about something to do with postcodes so that got translated into the government asked me to write a white paper on personalized postcodes it wasn't feasible because it just isn't feasible to change the system it's so dated and static uh, you just can't do it and it didn't solve the problem that you guys have done which is you know i can say come to my house but the postcode is three houses in this area then i've got another bit of data so um i would love i guess and maybe businesses would love to be able to have a three-word personalized address mm. is that mm. uh it is not possible, um, oh. and um, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's for a number of reasons. And um, the system is fixed, uh, and it won't change. And that means it can work offline. So I have got all of um, uh, all fifty-seven uh, trillion three-word addresses in thirty-six different languages on my phone. I do not need a data connection for that to work. I can find a three-word address and I can navigate to a three-word address with no data and no cell. Um, and that's, that's majorly important. Um, the other issue is if you're constantly changing uh, three-word addresses, you, you, need to, you need to be online. And you need a single source of that data because it's constantly changing. So if I, if I want to go to your house and you've changed your three-word address and I'm offline, it's not going to update that I'm not going to be able to find your house. Now, the other thing which is almost more important is we have put uh, shorter, more memorable words in places that speak those languages just for ease of use. And then we have put similar sounding combinations very, very far apart. So you can spot errors very easily. Now, this is this might upset some of your listeners. We are a non hierarchical system. Uh, that means that the squares next to each other have no relation to, to, to each other um, because we have put table chair lamp in America and we put table chair damp in Australia. So if you make a slight error, it's really obvious. If I get into my car and I'm in New York and I say, take me to table chair damp, the car will say, I think you meant table chair lamp because you're five right. miles away. Yeah. So it's the only system that has got that error detection uh, in, in it. It's important to note we're not a navigation system. You won't be able to go, oh, I, I know where table chair lamp is because it's going to be next to table chair spoon. You, you can't use the system like that. We're a point reference system. Um, so that's th that all of that combined means that, that you can't personalize. That said, 
there are some really interesting ones out there. So the flip side is actually we start to affect the price of three meter by three meter plots of land in different parts of the world. So uh, Audi, the car manufacturer, found Vorsprung Durchtechnik, which is obviously <laughs> their, their tagline, and they found yeah. it uh, randomly in um, in Brazil in the rainforest, in the middle of the rainforest. And so they actually said, well, let, let's go there. So they got one of their massive Q7s and uh and went on a road trip uh, across brazil to find to find vorsprung.derch.technic um didn't they didn't quite get there because it was in the middle of uh, uh of the jungle but they got pretty close um so you find all of these that's the other interesting thing about the system kind of people push meaning into words and therefore they that's more memorable for them as well you see people kind of moving around their home going oh no no no, oh yes, that's me. That three-word combination. Okay, cool. And, yeah, and sorry, I did that people, as well. Yeah, right. Uh, right. So people use it in, in many, many, many different ways, but and they and they generally kind of push meaning into into the words, which makes them much more memorable. So, um, let, assuming that, that Chris Jack and, uh, and Mohan um, first did it all in English, uh, yeah. and now you've gone and added thirty-seven languages. So does the same three-letter square appear in English and then in Hindi and then in maybe Danish? And how does that yeah. work? Yeah, so every single square has been labelled uh, 37 different times right. in different okay, languages. Gotcha. Now, it's, it's, it's not a straight translation because of the distribution algorithm that I talked about earlier. Um, it's a whole new system every time, but every single one of them is unique. So you don't even need to tell the system, I am now going to input a, a three-word address in Danish. It just recognizes that because it's a totally unique one. Um, the intention is to enable the entire planet to be able to talk about anywhere in their own language. Okay. Um, before we go on to some very cool ones, I just, just one question. Google came out with plus codes about two years ago. Um, yeah. And just reading what they put, plus codes work just like street dresses. When a dress isn't available, you can use a plus code. So is that a competitor? Uh, yeah. Um, the interesting thing is that many people have recognized that there is a, a, uh, an addressing issue in the world. Um, and everybody solves it in the same way. Um, everybody solves it by taking uh, the alphabet and adding it to numbers. Yeah. Uh, and coming up with an alphanumeric code, which is generally a hierarchical system. So you have something like ANZ42183YM. And that is problematic for a number of reasons. One, if you make a slight error, was that an M or an N? Was that a one or a seven? Was that a Z or a two? Actually, it's very difficult to spot those errors because they will be in the same sort of vicinity, but not quite right. If I mix up an N, a M or an N, I'm going to be 500 yards out, whereas with our system, it's incredibly obvious. And then the second problem with a system like that is voice. So voice is on the rise. Um, uh, home assistants, uh, uh, voice in your car, voice in wearables, um, Alexa, Google, they're all moving into voice. Now, uh, inputting a location by voice is, is a massive issue. If I get into my car now and I say, take me to Church Road, it says, Giles, it's 14 church roads in London, which one do you want to go to? Yeah. And I've got to, all of a sudden, I've got to stop or I've got to wait until it reads out all of those and say, oh, actually, it's the one in North London, or I've got to press a button on the screen. Um, an alphanumeric code, is almost worse than that. I have to say, take me to ANZ42183Y plus whatever. Um, and it's prone to error. 
you, that's why the car companies really like us is because you can get in, you can say, take me to Apple Banana Spoon. And that's the only one in the planet that is that is named that way. So we see, yes, there are there are a number of competitors out there, um, but we believe that, the, that our product and particularly voice uh, wins. Yeah, now I, I, I looked at plus codes and just as an example, Marlow FM, the radio station on plus codes is H67Q plus VQ. Whereas with you guys, it's really nice and simple. Undercuts, shifts, cement. Perfect. So, so much easier. I just thought I'd mention it because if people come across plus codes, um, you know, they would have asked, you know, well, Google, big Google with their maps. Obviously, they're going to just come down and squash it. But I genuinely don't think they will. I think they've been around for a while. And I've never heard anyone use a plus code. Yeah, um, it's interesting. There, there was a headline once where <coughs> someone, when they, when they came out, Google invents complicated hard to use version of what three words <laughs> <laughs> we might have to cut that bit anyway uh, we're, we're all good friends we use we use their tech actually our our tech is built on uh, our app is built on their maps um so we use google maps as a as a supplier and we also use google uh as to uh to verify an address so the way that it works is if you use our app you type in your street address um the pin will drop on the map and that's google dropping that pin and then you would zoom in and refine the, exactly where the, um, where the three-word address for your front door is. Um, so, yes, we're, um, we know them well. Good. Um, okay, let's, let's move on. Voice. We talked about it mm. very quickly just now. Uh, I, I'm a, a, an Alexa-holic, as they call it. Um, I, I have six or seven Alexas, and I probably get, uh, in two weeks' time, a few more, uh, which is just very sad, really. Um, but I was playing with my TV last night in the Fire TV, doing some testing of the What Three Words. Worked beautifully on my Fire TV, and my uh, TV came up. Of course, then when I said, uh, do you want me to take you there? It then came, this device does not have uh, capability. Navigation, yes. Yes, so I was like, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. I get that. Um, for those who haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend going to the What Three Words YouTube channel. Um, some great demos there. The one I was looking at last night was the use of the Alexa skill. Um, so I don't know who, whether it was one of your colleagues or an actor, I'm not quite sure, who um, asked to, for an Uber, which was very cool, with a what three words address using Alexa. It seems like yeah. it just suddenly arrived. Yes, uh, that, that's Josh, our head of product. Yeah, doing a little cameo. Surprise, you can tell that. Um, he is... Uh, I didn't yeah, like no, to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, and and yes, we've we've been playing around with a number of different voice assistants, and and we know the the team in Seattle really well, um, and we we built a skill, um, which allows you to, yeah, exactly do exactly that kind of order a, order an Uber to a to a three word address, um, and it's it's something that we are looking more and more at. The 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 challenge with voice is if you haven't got a screen, and increasingly you won't. Um, it's really difficult to refine an address. And so the, the team at Alexa love our solution because it's right pretty much first time every time. Um, we, we do interesting things like we only look for, you know, 100, 200 miles around where that device is for an appropriate three-word address, which means we can discount all the others. And so actually, if you can make, an, you can make a load of errors and it will most likely su suggest the right one. Um, but yes, the intention is that um, we become a standard. <clears throat> so you'll be able to say 
word.word.word to a wearable, you'll see word.word.word on a building, you'll type it into a search bar and it will be recognized as, a, uh, as an address. And we're, we're making kind of different moves in different markets as, as we see kind of adoption and um, uh, kind of, uh, and take up. So in Latin America, we've been built into Cabify, which is basically Uber of Latin America. Yeah. You, can, you can now order, uh, pick up and a drop off to a, a three word address. Uh, we've been working with, um, with Alexa in, um, uh, in Seattle uh, on, on their voice products. In Korea, the Google Maps of Korea is called Kakao, Kakao Maps. We have been built directly into Kakao Maps. So in the search bar, you can just type in three words and it knows. Or you can just long press on the screen, on the map, and it will, it will display a three-word address, which is our intention. Our intention is that actually, in a few years' time, you won't use our app. We will just be built into everything that you, that you right. use. So you'll be able to go, yes, Alexa, order me an Uber too. Um, the interesting thing is like voice, voice recognition will get better and better and better. I mean, at the moment, it's slightly challenging. It's quite limiting in, in kind of what you can do. It's getting better and better. What it won't actually solve is the underlying issue of really bad addressing. So it might be able to hear you say Church Road much better. It still won't know what to do with that information. Yeah. And that's where, that's where we come in. Brilliant. Um, so <clears throat> I, I, just, just as a techie that I am, I love the fact that you also did handoff, uh, which is currently new in Alexa. So basically the ability for your skill to hand off to the uber skill in order to complete the transaction very cool um international you you we've talked a little bit about um mm. where where beyond where you are today what comes next for international 37 languages you're into tartar as you just mentioned but yeah. you know what else is planned down the road anything you can tell us yeah, so we um, uh, Asia is is super interesting for us. Um, uh, China, particularly, um, massive growth, um, bad addresses, <laughs> um, and uh, an interesting attitude to innovation and speed. Incredibly fast market. So, uh, and so we just we just launched uh, a Chinese language. Uh, been built into a Chinese car company already. Um, and a number of different uh, different apps and solutions out there. So we're we're spending a lot of time in in China. Uh, Japan is is super interesting as well for us, and Korea because of uh, of Kakao Maps. Um, so so those are three interesting markets. India, uh, as as we talked about with um, with Tata, but then we're also seeing a huge interest from um, European countries. So Germany in particular seem to really Germans really seem to like the system. Uh, they like the logic of it. They don't mind the fact that you might have the word lettuce in your address. They're just kind of, they go, oh, no, this actually works. Um, so incredibly rational. They seem, they seem to like it. Um, and we want to do more and more in the UK. So we're, we, um, uh, we're doing a huge amount with the emergency services in the, in the UK at the moment. And, um, and that has seen a lot more businesses come on board as well. So we're up to about 60, 65 emergency services across the UK will accept a three word address. You know, I'd like, go on. No, I, I was going to say, I guess it's your job in the company to make people aware of what three words. How do you scale it? <clears throat> uh, because I was, I was telling you offline, you know, uh, on Marlowe FM, we had Thames Valley uh, Ambulance in last week talking about it. Uh, one of our other presenters, Mike Cannon, and his mates are going to uh, Italy, Rome, and they've all loaded what three words on it. So there's great 
uh, awareness. I think you've jumped from the techie world into the consumer world. Certainly in my perspective, people who I don't assume as techies start to talk about it. I go, yeah, this is now jump the shark. It's gone into the mainstream. Um, yeah. But is it, it, is it mainstream enough in terms of, you know, could I walk down the high street and talk to uh, a sample of people and say, oh, have you heard of what three words and what's your address? I, I'm not sure I get that yet, right? So how do you I, I, get to that yeah, yeah. largest group? How do, you, how do you make what three words Hoover? You know, search yeah, is now yeah. Google. You know, that yeah. is, I guess, your goal to become the, you know, where do you want to go? Oh, I'll tell you my what three words. Yeah. How do you uh, get yeah. there? <laughs> so as the, as the marketing guy, what three words is a challenge. The, the way that we have chosen to do that is by business to business to consumer. So B to B to C. We uh, have been, for example, integrated into uh, Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz are now putting out adverts about the fact that they accept what three words. And by doing so, they reach millions and millions of people. Um, likewise, we worked with the emergency services in the UK, and they are now telling everybody in the UK to download the app because it might just save their lives. The first question you get asked when you phone up 999 is where's the emergency? Now, if you're not at your home, it's likely you won't know where that is. Um, and so um, that's, yes, uh, it would be an interesting exercise to wander down the street and ask who, who might know of us. Uh, and it's definitely on the increase, but it's by no means um, ubiquitous. Um, what, what we're seeing is that the, the you know, police and emergency services are obviously in a, in a position of credibility. And if they say, look, actually, this, this is really helping. And actually, they share some of the stories of where it has helped. Um, uh, that's a pretty compelling offer. And then once people get in and they say, right, I've got it on your phone. Often they say, I hope I never have to use it. I mean, I know, actually. Um, and actually, what we're seeing is people like your, your colleague who are going, well, this is actually really useful because we're going to be wandering around Rome and we don't really know where, where we're going to be and we can arrange places to meet up. Or your daughter says, uh, so I can remember where these, you know, where, where my tent is. So people, yeah. once, once we're in and people start thinking about the, um, uh, the implications and the possibilities, they start using it for many other things. But it's, you know, it's important to note that our app is free. So that doesn't necessarily generate any revenue for us. It doesn't generate any revenue at all. Um, what that's helpful for is people are aware of the system and then will want to use it elsewhere. So you see on social media, people going, hey, and they're calling out companies. And they're saying, hey, I'm, I'm reporting a, uh, uh, a water leak on the main road and the three word address is this. Or they're saying, hey, um, you know, food delivery company X, uh, when, when will you start delivering to a three word address? So we're yeah. seeing people going, this is, this is a problem. I cannot get my pizza. I cannot register for a bank account. I can't meet my friends. I can't get picked up by a ride hailing app. And they and they and they're actively um, asking people on our behalf to um, uh, to build us in, which is great. No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, two last uh, questions, and and mm. unless you come up with something that suddenly triggers another question for me, um, uh, I'm going to ask advertising. Um, horrible, horrible word that I have to use. Um, would you ever? <laughs> Uh, consider uh, placing adverts at three words. So you mentioned the Audi Vorsprung Dork technique. Would Audi be allowed to, when you <clears> land <throat> on that square, ring up an ad that says, hey, do you fancy buying a, an Audi today? You know, I don't know. That would be a crap ad, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it's, not, it's not something that we've, uh, that we've really considered. We want to... Um, 
and our business model doesn't require it. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, we've, we've got a business model built on, um, on uh, selling geocodes. <clears throat> the, the interesting thing is the, you know, we're, we're going to a business that is established and works already. So for example, if you go to an e-commerce checkout uh, right now or order anything online, um, you put in a postcode or you put in your street address that goes and checks. You know, when it goes and checks and says, oh, pick the, pick the house, um, that triggers a payment um, to the people that own addresses and people right. own address databases. Um, so whether that's Google or here or any other. And so there is an established marketplace, which is that checking addresses. What we do is we do that cheaper and we do it more accurately. So we're going into a, uh, an existing space um, and you know, even a few percentage points of that market is brilliant. So there's no real need for us to, um, to look at advertising or marketing. That, that said, we are used a lot by advertisers and marketers. They use us, um, uh, Mars, uh, Maltesers did a huge treasure hunt in Australia and they had billboards of kind of cryptic clues uh, and you know, bus posters and radio ads and people had to solve the cryptic clues. And obviously there was a chocolate bunny at the, uh, the kind of end of the, um, at the, at the three word address. Um, we've, we've, uh, we've got a, a three word address beer. <clears throat> so, um, there's a, a, an American brewery um, and they've come up with a beer called Fear Movie Lions. And that is the three word address of exactly where it was brewed in America. Um, so we're being used in very um, uh, interesting ways to engage. So uh, Imagine Dragons, <clears throat> which is a pop band. Uh, Imagine Dragons Evolve. Evolve was their new album that happens to be a three word address in the middle of the desert in the US. They buried uh guitars merchandise tickets lots of lots of stash and then they again put out a cryptic clue on social media and uh and people were like immediately drawn to it and started trying to guess where you know kind of where this where this was and someone finally guessed it was what three words and, and away they went so um advertising is uh is not something that we would consider kind of building into our experience for our for our consumers and customers, but definitely something we, we're keen to work with with others on. Okay, I was just thinking, Pokemon. Who needs Pokemon when you've got three words? We did. Uh, we did. A, we did do something with uh, with Gift Gap and Pokemon Go when it first came out, and people were were building maps uh, with three word addresses for all of the key sites where you could go and catch your whatever whatever they're called. Um, but yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. That sort of stuff. I know I played it once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, till the lawsuits came out. I don't know if you ever heard there was a woman they placed, yes. they placed planted a one of those characters in her back garden, people were coming into her garden, so she took them to court. They Brilliant. moved the character. Um talking of AR, augmented reality. Um mm. this feels like a very useful layer on the AR world. Um yeah. I mean I've got, you know, obviously objects in my garden just now. I might want to say to somebody. Oh, the wheelbarrow that I'm leaving out for you is just there as opposed to the front of the house. Um, but that's a physical object, but in an AR world, how I could, I could put on, I don't know, Apple's new glasses that allegedly are coming out or, or some other device and objects will appear. Yeah. Would AR be something along your line of thought or is that? Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, I think that it's important to note that the what three words is a piece of code and we have an app, but then we give our code to companies to, to build things with and, um, uh, and they're building um, lots and lots of different things. So someone's just built uh, what three words for Fitbit. So you can download a Fitbit app uh, and it will display the three word address of where you're standing on your, uh, on your Fitbit. Um, so it, AR is not necessarily something that we would do as a company, but, but definitely would encourage others to do. And 
Um, we've had a couple of instances of where people have identified objects and, and, and placed three word addresses associated with those objects. But you're right, as soon as kind of the whole spatial um, kind of recognition uh, improves, um, then there's there's no reason to say that you wouldn't be able to drop three word addresses in the virtual world on top of a real world um, to um, to identify areas. Yeah, we, we, I, I think I think it's quite interesting that um, it, how you would find objects within three meter squares. I think will be amazing. I think I think it will ha naturally happen. I think it's going to. Yeah. Happen. Uh, I can't see any way. Um, you, you talked about, and I wasn't aware actually that you've got other apps the photo app for example um, yes is that an experimental thing just to say look hey this is what's the sort of things you can do yeah. with our developer kit and you know exactly that so we um um we kind of generally have an approach of 80 20 so we we spend uh 80 of our time working on things that we know work and work well and refining those and getting those efficient as possible and then we spend 20 percent of our time looking at slightly off the wall uh, projects that are measurable but we're not entirely sure if they'll work or not and uh, three word photo is an app that we developed within that program and that allows you to take a photo and it will drop the three word address of where you've taken it from and you can move it about and you can change the background and change the color and we kind of released it not really expecting much usage but what we did see was an enormous amount of usage and people were using it to report you know, kind of uh, electricity lines going down or Airbnb hosts were taking, taking pictures of their front doors. And so people were actually starting to use it as a reporting tool. And so the intention is um, uh, later on this year is to actually pull that into our main app because we've proved that it works and people like it. And, uh, and so people will be able to take uh, photos and drop three word addresses directly in. Um, one of the things actually it's worth noting is that we, we just updated our app to include um, OCR, optical character recognition. So it will recognize a, th a printed three word address. So I mentioned earlier that we've been printed in, in guidebooks and Time Out China um, has, got a, uh, has got a feature on us. You'll now be able to open the app, press the, uh, the camera icon and hover over the three word address. It will immediately recognize that and drop it uh, as a pin on a map. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you to transfer a location across multiple channels and multiple devices. People often say, I can drop a pin. I can, I can send a WhatsApp, uh, which works perfectly in certain circumstances. If someone is not, however, on the platform, or you want to say it or write it down or do anything else with that pin, it becomes problematic. What, what we are is we're a WhatsApp pin that you can say and speak and use in many, many other, uh, other ways. So um, we're trying to make it as easy as possible and as accessible on as many platforms as possible. We've just built in um, uh, an iMessage uh, into our app. So you can now go into iMessage and uh, what three words will be a, uh, a selection that you can make on, on the bottom. So again, you don't even need to use our app you can find a three word address and send a three word address directly to someone within iMessage. We're trying to just make it as accessible as possible. Um, I will be using it tonight, by the way, Giles. I'm going to watch Liverpool v Wimbledon. I have no idea where the MK Dons <laughs> yeah. is. I've got yeah. six mates come in and we've all got what three app, three words out on our phone as an app. And we're going to meet up at wherever the first one says. So whatever bar or club or wherever, and we're going to use perfect to tonight. So uh, I look forward to seeing the, uh, the the selfie post on social media. <laughs> now, now, would I dare do yeah. that? Um, yeah. 
Giles, thank you very much for your time. Um, where can people go and find more about What Three Words? Where can they find the app? What mm. devices are? Is it available on? Just you know. So uh, and Android and iOS. Uh, what uh, three words? And that is uh, what and the number three words. You can search on the uh, on the app stores or go to whatthreewords.com where there is a map that you can. Um, uh, investigate the system for and then there's there's a also a product selector on our um on our site that lists all the other apps that are using or many of the other apps that are using what three words so for example we're built into navme which is a navigation app which gives you offline mapping turn by turn directions uh and again you don't need to use our app you can just type a three word address directly into that so there's many ways that you can come across what three words but uh what three words.com is probably not a bad place to start brilliant uh and as a developer where would i go same place uh, same place we've got a we've got full documentation for our api um where you can sign up uh and it, we have a pricing structure which is it's basically free uh, until you start you know really hammering it for for commercial use uh, so you can play around with the api we've also got sdk which is the uh, allows you to to build offline uh, offline versions again go to whatthewords.com and uh, look forward to seeing what, what everybody makes with it brilliant charles thank you very much what an amazing uk startup you are congratulations to all of you good luck for the future and uh, yeah i'll be following the story with great glee take care thanks very much for having me thank you sam that show was amazing to listen again please visit our website marlofm.co.uk or visit our facebook group sam talks technology and now you can subscribe on itunes never miss a show again see you next week same time same place